Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody, praise the Lord. Welcome back to another session, another segment, another podcast. When I talk, people listen. It's Revy Ray Ray here. Back with another word, another quick, brief little lesson. Um, We've been talking about preparing for marriage before I say I do. So this session is going to be about getting financially sound. Um, just preparing, getting your finances ready uh, before marriage. So let's uh, say a quick prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this word that is about to come forth. God, help us to get our finances in order in a, a Christian way, in a godly way, God, that you would have for us. God, that we might be financially prepared for our mates. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we're talking about getting financially sound. This is our Before I Say I Do segment. We are going to first go to 1 Timothy 5 and 8, which states, But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So it's basically saying that if you can't provide for um for your own and especially your own household, then you, like you're less than a, you're you're worse than an unbeliever. So um, as we prepare for our spouse, as we prepare for marriage, um, uh, one of the most important things to work on um, is your finances. Amen. So you know, make sure that you can take care of yourself, and and make sure you can take care of your family or your wife, you know, sometimes we uh, marry into ready-made families. We have blended families. So if if he has four kids and you have four kids, you got to make sure you're going to be able to, you know, to take care of your family, provide a roof, provide food, shelter, clothes, the whole nine, okay? Very basic, very simple. Um, moving on, our next scripture is actually going to come out of Luke so I'm going to go there. We're looking at Luke 14, verse 22. And it says, And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And that was Luke 14, 22. So basically this scripture is talking about counting the cost. So you need to, um, you know, weigh the cost of it um, because, you know, marriage, marriage is ministry. So marriage is a work. It's defined as the work of vocation of, of a minister of religion. So for all of you all who want to be ministers, um, if you're married, you're already a minister. You're already in ministry and that is your marriage. And so make sure that you're up for, up for the task, for the financial responsibility. I know we talked uh, last week um, and really just on yesterday for the follow-up about working on ourselves, but um, you know, you have to be up for the financial part of it. So when the going gets tough, you know, the tough doesn't get going, you know, marriage is for richer or for poorer. That's part of your, your wedding vow. So, you know, you got to make sure that you're prepared because somebody could could lose a job. Somebody could get fired, laid off. Um, somebody could sustain an injury that can be uh, career changing or life changing, or somebody can get sick. So um, you want to make sure that you think ahead about all of this stuff and, uh, you know, have a 
a backup plan and then have a backup plan to the backup plan, you know, but you've got to be able to stick and stay, you know, if, you know, the money gets tight or the finances uh, get low um, or if you end up out on the street, um, are you going to be able to stay and, and stay with this person and maintain your marriage? Um, and surprisingly, you know, uh, financial problems is not the leading cause of divorce. And um, I didn't know that. But another thing um, that came to mind with this particular verse was, um, you know, people will tell you, well, don't worry about it. If you don't have the money right now, you know, just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get married and uh, God will God will bless your marriage. You, you know, God blesses a union and he does. But, you know, you got to make it make sense. Now, some years ago, you know, I would have gone for for that. But, you know, time and maturity and um, just life has taught me um, that that's not the way to go. Um, the woman I am today uh, would would say to make sure that you are financially prepared for um for your for your wedding or for your marriage well for the wedding too but basically for for marriage um don't just jump in there you know I, a pastor used to say and i used to think that he was so materialistic for saying it but he used to say what are two broke people going to do together and it makes a whole lot of sense because i mean think about it if marriage is ministry and ministry is the work of your marriage, come on, it costs money to run any type of ministry. So what money are you going to need for your marriage? Again, food, shelter, clothes, you got to pay bills, car payments, you know, all that. So, you know, just make sure that you're ready and prepared and have prepared yourself um, in case um you know, something happens uh, throughout your marriage or um, even if it doesn't, you still want to have um, something put away. Um, you know, one pastor even said you need to have at least six months worth of your income saved just in case, um, you know, a job loss so you can pay your bills while you um, take the time to look for another job. So again, counting the cost on that one. Your next scripture is going to come out of Ecclesiastes. And that's going to be Ecclesiastes 4.9. And it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. So yes, two are better than one. So basically this scripture, when I study this scripture out was talking about how um, you're going to need someone to help you um, at some point. And sometimes um, you're going to need the influence from others as well. So, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. That's why Adam, uh, Eve was created for Adam. You're going to need a, uh, you know, she was his help me. And even if you're not married and while you're waiting to be married, you know, it's still good to have um, somebody um, in your corner, somebody that um, can you can lean on and that can help you. 
But even in marriage, you know, um, you're going to need each other. And that's what you're there for, um, to help each other, your help me. So um, it is not good for man to be alone. And two is, is better than one. And God does bless a union. So didn't have a whole lot there. Didn't get a whole lot there. And believe it or not, I'm actually almost done. We're going to move on to um, 2 Thessalonians, if I can find it. And that's going to be 3 verses 10 through 13. For even when we were with you, this was this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now then that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren... Be not weary and well-doing. So look, this is basically talking about slackers. Now, (laughs) if you're a slacker now, um, I really don't know if you should uh, be looking to get married. Because again, it's two is better than one. And, you know, the man... Uh, as women, we are the helpmeet. So um, unless you have that understanding that you're just going to absolutely do nothing but stay home, um, then so be it. But this scripture is basically talking about being capable of working and you still won't work. And well, you say, well, minister, I've got um, a bad back and I've got um, bad feet. And, okay, well, can you sit on your behind? Okay, then, where you can find you a job where you answer phones. I mean, you'd be on your phone all day, every day anyway. So it's just, um, you know, a matter of just not slacking off and and um, capable of, of doing more than what you are, capable of being a productive but you're not being productive. Okay. So if you're talking about um, getting married, you know, you, and you're capable of, of working and you won't work, you know, you just looking for somebody basically to take care of you. Then you've got the whole thing wrong. You've got, you're going, you're, you're preparing and trying to go into something with the wrong mindset and which um, also could lead to disaster. So um, just make sure that your motives are right. And that's why I can't emphasize enough of taking the time to get to know somebody before you marry them. See how they handle their finances. Do they pay their bills on time? Do they have a whole lot of debt? What's their credit score? Um, You know, do they owe people a lot of money? That type of thing, you know, Um, or are they always needing help? These are, you know, the things that you want to kind of um, keep an eye out for and before you just jump right in and say, okay, let's, let's, let's get married. And our next scripture is going to come out of Matthew. And this is the scripture that we've used previously. 
It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, um, again, finances, financially sound. How do you get financially sound? Seeking the kingdom first. And then what? And his righteousness. Got to be right. And you do all that, all these things shall be added unto you. So to me, it's, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Um, as long as you are seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, um, all the things that you need will be added unto you. God knows what you have need of before you even ask. He supplies our needs. So just make sure that you're doing this and you're staying in line with him. Not saying that you've got to be uh, perfect. Not to say that you're never going to... Um, uh, mess up or anything but you know only God judges the heart and knows the heart so as long as you're trying to, to do the right thing and trying to uh, seek the will of God for your life he's going to add those things unto you he's, he's going he's gonna to increase he's going to provide Okay, but at, while you're getting prepared, you just make sure um, that you're seeking him first and his righteousness. And like shockingly enough, I'm actually almost done. I just got a few more things, a few more points that I like to make. Um, didn't have a whole, whole, whole lot to say here. Um, you know, you can always um, find more scriptures about finances um, in the Bible. Um if uh, if you're not good with money, you know, then you don't want to um, be the person handling the money in your marriage. And these are things that you need to talk about before you get married. I know I had said this uh, in the past and people uh, thought that it, it wasn't that serious. They thought it was a joke. But I'm telling you, you know, these things can um, become big problems uh, once you're in, in the marriage and you have not... Uh, properly addressed uh, these subjects. So find out who's who's better with money, who handles the money better. Okay, then that should be the person that takes care of the finances. That should be the person that pays the bill. Um, are we going to have joint accounts? Are we going to have separate accounts? You don't want to have a joint account with somebody who um, is always going to be constantly uh, spending the money. So you need to talk about this. Are we going to have a joint account? Are we going to have our own accounts? Okay, so we're filing taxes. Are we filing taxes together? Um, you don't want to file your taxes with your spouse if they got you know, a whole lot of uh, money that they owe back. So, you know, these are things that you got to look at. Are we splitting the bills or, or is one person taking care of the bills? Or, if I, or am I just paying a couple bills here and you're paying the rest of the bills? Or what about investing? Are we going to invest? You know, are we going to get some stocks, some bonds, or, or even before, you know, you get married, you know, I mean, you, in right now, I mean, invest, you know, um, make sure you have a budget. Okay, so this is our, our monthly budget, our, you know, our total income, and this is what we're going to spend on mortgage. This is what we're going to spend on car payment. This is how much the utilities cost, and this is for recreation. Um, you know, plan plan for your future, you know, 401ks, retirement plans, you know, IRAs, you know, look into all of this stuff. 
um, take a class about finances. I mean, uh, buy some books about finances, you know, watch a tutorial. You know, we invest our our time and money and so many other things, um, but we won't take the time to invest and seek out the stuff that's, that's really going to um, count in the end. You know, we are we're constantly uh, investing in, um, in, in phones and we invest our time in, in watching television and we won't take the time to um, buy a book or, or um, go to a class that's going to help us uh, find, with our finances and and getting out of debt, you know, watch your credit. You know, they've got all these things out here that will help you monitor your credit and um, um, monitor, uh, you know, against uh, identity theft. And um, if you're eligible for um, credit cards and that type of thing, and they have programs and, and, and different um, businesses that will help you um, get your credit together. If you if you need to file bankruptcy, go ahead and file bankruptcy. You know, nothing wrong with it. Start the the you know the, your path to repairing and to getting and to getting that stuff together. Um, right now versus waiting um, until you get married and and trying to figure it out once you're in it. You want to have all that stuff together uh, prior to, or it would be more beneficial um, to have those things together um, prior to getting married instead of waiting for somebody to come in and swoop you off your feet or just marrying for money. I mean, okay, so brother man got some money, but that might be all there is to it. Um, you know, you might want something a little bit more meaningful than just the fact that he has money. I mean, I mean, it's not, uh, it's, it's definitely a good thing. I mean, it's not a bad thing for him to have money. No, but, uh, that shouldn't be the only thing that attracts you to a person. And then where's your money? You know, we want him to be making six figures. Are you making six figures? You know, so these are things to be to be, you know, considering and things to be preparing for and things to be looking at and working on while you are waiting uh, on your spouse. So I really hope and pray that you got something out of this. Um, again, this was just something that was really quick, but there are resources available if you want to to find out um, about getting your credit together. Uh, it can be done. You can you can do it. You don't have to wait on anybody else um, to, to get that in order, okay? So we're going to close. So Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, for, um, for the, the words that came forward, the knowledge about finances and money matters, God. Help us to do what we need to do financially, God, to be prepared and to be more prepared, God, for when our spouses do arrive. And we thank you and we pray you for it in Jesus' matchless name. Amen.